Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. It's This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Life is better with a Honda. Visit your local Northern Ohio Honda dealer today or online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Now, here's Gene Destro. This week, we're talking about embarrassing things posted about you online, laws designed to help protect you from them, and what to do if it happens to you. First, we're going to take a look at a law in Europe based on a principle called the right to be forgotten. It's been in effect for a while now, but it came back into focus recently after a court ruled that while Google has to remove certain kinds of search results about people if they request them to do so in Europe, that doesn't apply to how they're displayed in the rest of the world. CBS News technology consultant Larry Magan. Well, the right to be forgotten is a principle that not everything about you on the internet needs to stay there forever. Uh, There is in the United States this notion that we publishers have the right to publish essentially anything as long as it's not defamatory, as long as it's true. But uh, in Europe, even if it's true, uh, a court can order that it be taken down or uh, it can be done administratively uh, because there is a principle that after a certain amount of time or if something isn't deemed relevant, uh, a person has the right to remove it. So, for example, if you had, let's say, an arrest or a conviction and it went back a long way and there wasn't some compelling reason why the public needed to know about it, for example, a politician, that could be an exception, uh, you're just sort of a private citizen, you can say, hey, this should be erased, so to speak. And there are really two parts of that. There is the original publisher taking it down, possibly, but there's also making sure that it's not accessible on search engines like Google. So a court a number of years ago ruled that Google had to remove links to certain material that had been deemed no longer relevant, and the person who, uh, the subject of that material, had exercised his or her right to be forgotten. The problem is that Europe is Europe. It's one part of the world, but there's an entire world minus Europe outside of Europe. And this law was deemed to apply globally by the European uh, Union. And the court said, no, it only applies in Europe. Google can't say, for example, to a Spaniard or to a uh, a French person that you have the right to be forgotten all over the world. Uh, Your right to be forgotten may be true in Europe, but globally it can still be accessible. And, of course, people outside of Europe do not necessarily have the right to be forgotten unless their country has a similar law. Let's say that you lived in France and Google took away all the links to things that people in France could actually see, but it was still existing outside of France. I mean, people could take a screenshot of that and post that. Yeah, and I'm not sure how this is going to be implemented. I mean, that's actually a very good question because if you have the right to be forgotten, one would assume that that means that that material would be inaccessible. So I'm not really sure how it works globally, But I do know that this is part of the problem with the Internet, is the Internet is a global phenomenon. And it's easy to create a law, not easy, but it's certainly possible to create a law that says, you know, while you're in the United States, you cannot do this, you cannot do that. And that's fine if it's a physical environment. But when you get into a global virtual environment, borders are very difficult to determine, let alone enforce. So I wondered what, if any, kind of effect the fact that there is such a law in Europe could have or who knows, maybe even already is having on us here in the United States. 
To find out, I talked to Tom Flanding, who's the managing partner of Hennis Communications, a Northeast Ohio crisis communications company with expertise in reputation management. While that is not a law in the United States, it is something of a trend among media outlets. And you can go right up the road to Cleveland, to cleveland.com, which has adopted Europe's right to be forgotten. And you can apply to, I'm a former managing editor of The Plain Dealer. That's one of the reasons I'm very familiar with this. But you can apply to cleveland.com to have information about yourself removed from their, at least their, search results. And people have, and they do. This has been in place about a year now. So there is some of that going on in the United States. Now, separate from that, I think, is the whole issue of online reputation management, where people post or say or do things about a person that simply aren't true or exaggerated or damaging for another reason. And we work on that at Hennis Communications, but there are a number of different cures for that. By the way, this is not to, to cast aspersions at any other company, but any company that tells you we'll get these things about you removed from the Internet is not telling the truth because you can't. There are things cash on the Internet. They basically live forever on the Internet. But there are strategies you can employ that include research the site it's on. Most online sites have what are called terms of use. I'm sure WAKRs online site has a term of use and it probably says something along the lines of you know no profanity no uh, misogyny no racist remarks no personal attacks may say you know no known falsehoods and if you believe what's written about you violates those terms of use get in touch with that website and cite those terms of use and the website may well choose to remove them in many cases however it's opinion and, and as you well know as a journalist, opinion is protected speech. And if that's the case, then you're faced with basic kind of reputation management. There are some ways to do that. You know, at, at Hennis, our marching orders for all clients and potential clients are first and foremost, tell the truth, tell it all, tell it first, and tell it fast. So if there's something damaging about you on the Internet, you probably missed the tell it first part, but you got to hit the tell the truth and tell it all, and tell it as fast as you can now. You want to fight back with the truth about yourself, and you want to do that in a variety of different ways. Utilize your own social media channels to tell the truth about your situation. There also are legal remedies. You can seek a cease and desist, for example, and actually go to court to get the, the person who is personal organization that's damaging your reputation to get them to stop and to remove that. That's a legal battle, and you may not win that in court. Additionally, and, and this is a valid strategy, and online reputation management firms do promote this, and, it, and it's, it's a long-term strategy, but it can work. You get active online, and you participate in volunteer events, other good deeds that are likely to be captured online, and in the Google search results, you hope those push the damaging information down. Because we know, so for instance, if you Google WAKR, the most hit results will be the top three results. After the top three results, people click on Google search results a lot less. And if it's not on the first page, almost nobody goes to the second page. So the idea here is to push those reputation damaging search results below those top three and ideally off the page. That's not easy to do. 
It's not easy to do, particularly if the damaging information is in a news story. And Google puts a high premium on news stories. There's been some recent stories about, let's say, baseball players or other public figures that have put out tweets that maybe oh. when they were 16 or whatever, and yeah. now they're coming home to roost and some people even losing their jobs over it. That's another trend you're seeing. And that's one of the reasons why if you tell people young, old, and in between, if the, the best piece of advice to give people who work for you or especially your own children is your social media will follow you forever. So beware what you post. It is public no matter what you post it on. Snapchat is not a social media channel that just goes away. It lives forever like everything else does online. So be very, very careful about what you post because years from now it could become an issue. In terms of how those people, if it happens to you, how should you manage your reputation? You know, what can you do to revive yourself from that? Well, again, tell the truth. You've got to get out there and get your voice out there. One thing that won't work is silence and hoping it will go away because it will not go away. It never goes away. So an effective reputation management strategy there might involve getting out there and in whatever method seems most effective, whether it's to go back out on Twitter or use Facebook or call the people who you care about the most and explain this to them, email your vendors and customers and explain what this is all about. And you've got to get out there and say, you know, yes, I did that because clearly you did. I was young. I was stupid. I really regret it. This is what I've done in the meantime to make up for that. This is what shows my current character. And that's it for now. See you next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Life is better with a Honda. Visit your local Northern Ohio Honda dealer today or online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Tune in next week for more tech news and listen online at wakr.net.